with the energy body as basis, as the main arena that we can keep cultivating. Today, seeing what supports you to practice a continuity of openness. And openness doesn't mean that contraction doesn't arise, that you don't feel closed, (coughs) shut down, grumpy, irritated. frozen sometimes, afraid. Openness means that what supports us to be open to whatever arises within this phenomenal experience internally and externally. Openness is also openness to the dukkha without going to find it or select it or have to have it to work on. So openness does not exclude closure, contraction, freeze. But in the uh, practice today, when things are going fine, easy, there's opening, you can feel a kind of leading edge of getting more here, that the the portal of the heart, the lens of the heart and the center is available to the outer world, to the inner world. That this center, this portal at the center of you is available to the below, to the ground, to the what issues from beneath and is open to the sky, the brightness, the openness, the clear view. At times when we're not too far pulled back or only contracted around the personal heart and we're not too far out, busy, with what we're supposed to do with the fact of being here. Coming and really knowing what it is to take your seat here, widening as the energy body becomes more known, more subtle, more sometimes more energized, sometimes more quieter in all the different hues and textures and ways this shows up. Really enjoying that cultivation, that bathing. Trusting it. Breathing with that, deepening with that, widening with that. And today we're gonna look a little bit more at widening, widening the gaze gaze of our soul. Within this intention, of course, sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes things arise that are really hard to bear, that that are kind of surfacing at the edges of my radar where I've so far seen and open to and included in the world, inner and outer below and above. This is normal, it's not, it, not, not only is it normal, it's necessary, it's part of the, the weave and the soul making. So a couple of things with skill today in working with what arises that we might have a knee-jerk response to either contract with, um, freeze, gut instinct to push away, to despair. A couple of things. Use and remember all the skills you've so far developed in your practice. Effort, just thinking about, okay, yeah, how's the balance of effort here? Am I trying too hard? 
Am I coming in too close? Do I need to soften and back off this? What's arising here, either as arising a story, as bodily contraction, as emotional uh, not? Do I need to back off the effort, widen, bring in the figure of love, call upon the earth, call upon the sky, call upon everything I know? Do I need to come a little closer? Right, the other side of effort, am I getting a little vague in my kind of getting out there? Is it getting a little losing some of the brightness? Do I need to come in a little bit closer, a little bit more precise? Maybe it serves to have a, a, a label of really naming, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is, what is this? This is contraction or naming it on the level of the mind state. Oh, this is, I don't know what this is. It doesn't feel very good. I'm not sure. And the skill, so you may na- name it on the level of the emotional mind state. Now oh, this is rage, this is despair, this is grief, this is sorrow. And skill also means some... F- um, uh, the word, a capacity to move between different modes of attention. So sometimes, okay, something's going on here. It's come into this open space. I was doing all right. And now there's this clumpy thing here. And there's this story at the surface of he shouldn't and they didn't and why isn't. And okay, okay. How, how, what is the skill here? Is it to come in at the level of sensation perhaps? Oh, this is hard. This is soft, this is tight, this is, you know how that goes. Shall I go in at the level of sensation? Shall I go in at the level of really on the really beautiful, basic and thoroughly helpful practice of is this pleasant, is this unpleasant, or is this neither? Oh, yeah, this is unpleasant, okay? And often those lenses that we've learned can really help us come into a wise relationship so that we can take our hands off a little bit more. Maybe as I stay and linger, because the imaginal portal doesn't really show up for us when we're bearing down too tightly on ourselves, Or when we're away and dispersed in such a way that our lenses are are not even gathered and collected. So using the skill we have, and actually practice becomes very beautiful in that way, that the skill we have also isn't ours. (laughs) It's cultivated, it's, it's privileged, it's given. And this, um, holy meeting of a soul waking up to the cosmos, to what we are, what we're made of, what our origins are. So that we're not with the pain, whether it's physical, emotional, whatever it is, in order to get rid of, in order to go beyond, but in order to enter into relationship with the cosmos in the way that it's showing up right now in this seat, in this microcosm in this little bundle of stardust. (laughs) No, I don't feel like stardust today, I feel. Don't call me stardust. Stop making out, it's really nice. So so really, whatever's there, whatever moaning, whatever doubting, whatever, all of it, all of it's relevant because our um, conception of what is sacred (coughs) is not... It's not fixed. It's going to spread, it's going to grow, it's going to include more and more. So if we're sitting here at any point going, oh, it was working okay yesterday, but all this sacred nonsense, this isn't sacred, this just hurts and I hate it, and I don't trust. This is rubbish, right? And we kind of, oh, okay, can I include this? No, I bloody can't, right? Okay, 
Okay, oh, okay. What would it be like to both really hear, hear as if cosmos is listening to cosmos? You can f- use your own language, whatever. <laughs> love listening to love, Kuan Yin listening to other versions of herself, whatever is your way in, what would it be just to listen? Yes, include that. Include that I don't trust all this very normal and necessary place at that edge of expanding what our sense of the sacred is that will doubt, that will mistrust that something really can hold this. Whatever level or more basic or tricky place in my soul has begun to arise. Yeah, it's all very nice, that, but this. No one, no thing, no God, no figure, not this. That that which may have remained outside of our matrix for, for just very good reasons. Because our conception and perception of sacredness is limited, has been limited. And part of our practice is rubbing that edge and that rub will call upon us, that what we're left to call upon, to come back in that humility, the grief and the praise, and offer ourselves. It's like, what else can we do? And in there, in that vulnerable portal, that's the portal as some people, a number of people in the group yesterday said, actually, I feel vulnerable, but in a really good way. It's like in a different way. It's not a vulnerability of being s- small. Sometimes it might feel like that, or like the child. But vulnerable, the three of them said, I think, in the group, vulnerable in a way that's available, able to be impacted by what's not yet known. <coughs> able to have that vulnerability but within a much bigger context of what it might mean what it might be not just oh god i'm in danger which is what it may have meant re-enchanting returning to the sacred our vulnerability that it's not just something to get over but is um john o'donoghue talks about the 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 wound at the beginning of the cosmos, right? Or the opening. Or that opening that at times can feel like, whoa, wait a sec. Can we include that? Get, have our ground below, sky above, each other, all that we can call upon and have that sacred vulnerability, being able to be vulnerable to our depths and to the far reaches of the cosmos and the far reaches of the cosmos aren't just out there. The far reaches are in here as well. One person last week I was working with, she said um, she had been very open to the better relationship had just ended a real love real love relationship it ended and not from her wish and she could feel the kind of well of grief and the um and her knowledge of herself that she could really sometimes fall into into a vortex with that or just completely rise above it and go nowhere near it and as she called upon her bigger knowing and her bigger supports and the energy body and open all the practices of years of practice that she suddenly saw she goes oh and she was calling it the pain the pain the pain yes the pain absolutely that's absolutely one level of the truth of it the pain the pain yes and as she stayed with it and found her way in from all those dimensions, above, below, side to side, inner, outer, she started to say, oh, yeah, the, the grief is here, absolutely. It's not arising above that. But it's putting that in its place. She said, this, this, that the pain comes through. She said, this is an opening. She said, it's an opening for feeling. It's an opening for life to feel itself. 
And in that moment, it didn't mean she wasn't sorry still. (laughs) She was. But that it suddenly ranged and reached in a direction that had significance, that had meaning, that had holding, that had beauty, that was both deeply personal and not at all. I want to share one story from somebody who wrote this up, so I won't be able to... I won't read it all. (coughs) But this was uh, somebody picking up the idea of handling the pain that was arising with the narrative of um, none of me belongs to anybody but you calling on earth for her in that moment as mother. None of me belongs to anybody but you. That was the way in for her in this story, in this account. Um, So this is what she wrote, and I'll skim through the first bit and get to what piece I want to share. She said, through sheer desperation and need and vulnerability, calling on the earth as mother, resting two feet into the earth and feeling my need for holding. And then sometimes, and then in this case, and then feeling being held. And the story that had happened was a new love relationship where the person wasn't calling and you know how that goes, that kind of, yeah. And that it triggered some kind of desperate um, quality in the heart. And actually, she said first it went to the you know the normal hardening of they shouldn't it shouldn't and why isn't it, and then underneath that this tracking to this uh, help, help the help sort of helplessness. So she said that felt good planting my feet in the earth. None of me belongs to anybody but you. But as the breath swept up through the body, I sensed unpleasantness and disturbance in the energy and emotion of the torso. A clump of unpleasantness and a sense of a young desperation, wanting to be acknowledged and called by my new friend. And I perceived jealousy, distress, need and hatred all clumped together. Has anyone ever had that? (laughs) The personal autobiographical was clear. I knew this place made sense from the history, my history. Acknowledging that, can I listen further? Can I listen as cosmos listening to cosmos? Holding that level, caring for that level where it feels young. The energetic around the chest is thick. It is hard to bear. And the patterning, the programming presents its binary offering, right? the on-off switch of our programming. In this case, I will push him away so as not to feel this pain. Or I will go into this pain and only take birth as a desperate child. I will push him away or I will become the desperate child. I need her, him, whoever it is, so much and I hate her for not finding me. So there's all the knowledge on that level of the personal conditioning, etc., etc. Keeps going. Ah, breathing, steadying, and remember Earth as mother. None of me belongs to anybody but you. A remembering that takes me right into her, and I feel her holding. Phew, she writes. In that widening of awareness, The clump now appears as a faint image of a tiny stick figure woman whose hair is thick with a black tar-like substance. She is a mad woman, hating and distraught in equal measure. 
I don't see this as sacred. She is most unwelcome. However, I want to know this because I know there is work for me here. I also don't want to feel this because it hurts. This waiting is this waiting and need for holding and regulating is hard to bear. The earth calls back my attention. Holding this as one level, the history with human mother and more levels, earth mother, cosmos and beyond. The tar in her hair, she doesn't like it. She is trying to get it out of her hair, but tears wildly at it. Then I remember my practice. This is not me. This is not mine. This is not myself. And that's just enough to take my hands off it. This is enough to not push the madness away, nor completely fall into it. And with that, the image gets clearer. <coughs> I see her better, and she gets more definition. She appears now as big, as big as I, and at head level. What do you need? I say to her. And with that, the whole scene gets brighter. She merges with my shape, her hair, my hair. My hair now thick, black substance, no longer tar or hatred, but glossy, rich substance of power. My hair adorned like a mantle from the earth. A gift from the earth, right down my spine, covering me and simultaneously I am illuminated and rich black. The image has a sense of a mixture of blood and rich soil, a mantle from the earth, spiritual and material together. I am so happy. My head center now more prominent and able to see clearly. Thank you. My body and soul is fecund. So in this case, the um, extrapolation from that is her dukkha seen as entrapped earth, earth needing to be, wanting to be called upon to be restored in her idea of light and dark. So um, let's sit and I'll guide us in with a piece, <coughs> I think I will, let's see. And you know, sometimes we're really, it's not fluid like that at all, it's just hard, clumpy, boring, aching, um, and then we practice skill, we practice skill.
Letting your body breathe. Taking care with whatever is here. And gently intending to hold the sacred bundle the package of stardust, of soil. (coughs) With knowing below, seat touching earth, giving your bones back. Just a little bit, we can't just do that, but we can incline and intend. Through your midline, in front of the spine, right through to the above, the unhindered, the clear. horizontal in front of you and behind you doesn't matter if it's half an inch of intention it's not a right way behind you side to side widening a little space under the armpits with whatever's here whether you're clumpy and hard dispersed and enter into the sacred art of skill of meeting this moment widening and softening Tending Breathing. 
Where is your mind now?
So in the walking today, please keep practicing this possibility of a continuity of availability for the, the above, the below, the in and the out, without looking for things. Um, and as you walk today, again, f- feet touching, energy body widening out, and just have your senses available when, when, you, um, when you can to the surrounds. Right, just at the edge, if you notice that you, meaning the, the sights, the smells, the taste, the touch, just very, very gently without leaving. So not going into the objects, staying really close. At times coming right back to feet, right back to this kind of shape around me. And at, from that vantage point, can I start to open the senses out a little bit? And practice skill with that. that. I think that's ongoing, that ability to really have ourself and our locatedness and the sense contact, which is why I think classically we practice a lot of sense restraint, right? Sights, we don't just look at everything all the time in practice. We say, like, let's guard the senses. That, that gives us a chance to, to settle. But actually, can we bring the senses in without leaving home. So practicing that a little bit this morning. Um, Let's meet back at quarter past 12, but come earlier to sit, of course. So use the morning for sitting, walking, standing. Um, uh, Yeah. Uh, Groups and meetings today. So there'll be a small group at 11, so that's in 40 minutes. Um, and I'll, I'll make it nine spaces. And particularly the one this morning will be that if you feel like you want a little bit more working with dukkha, uh, something you're stuck with, it doesn't have to be all these you know, major things happening. It might just be, mm, I'm stuck, or just need a little bit more input here. So particularly around, um, yeah, you know the score, don't you? <laughs> you, know, you know what that territory is. So there's... There's the list, and it has nine spaces, so uh, when I put this up, you can just sign up for one of those if you wish. (coughs) And then the group, I'll offer a small group this afternoon as well, at four, that will be more general and open. Um, Anything you want to explore. At 4.50, there'll be a QA and a as well, um, either in here or in the lounge, depending on numbers. And again... it's for you to really find out and modulate and know what's needed right now for you. Because there's, there's in a sense, you could probably go to all three, right? But it might might be what you need, but I I doubt all three would be, but maybe, not for me to say. But just watch the the balance of filling up and um, emptying out, the filling and the emptying, right? The digesting and the... Um, for you. And it may be that, yeah, absolutely, all of that is good. All of that is good. Um, there's some notes up for individuals uh, for one-to-one meetings as well. Please check that now. Some of you have interviews now. Um, At five minutes. Well, five minutes, yeah. Uh, so you might, you know, please check. Well, there's also, you've left notes for us, so some we've responded to some and some will be responses through the teachings or in Q&A, yeah, it's a good way of saying it. Thank you. So let's, we do have a few minutes, don't worry, you don't have to, to jump out, but let's end um, as you make that transition into standing and walking. Uh, I'll just offer a, a beautiful quote many of you know, so let's just listen to that and hold it as a possible reflection for the morning. So that in those transitions as well, that can, that's also our... Um, Are we available in the transition from here to the garden, from here to the tea urn? Are you available? Even available to your non-availability? No, I'm not. Okay. Can you be available to that? Good, good. Yes. All welcome. This is from Dove Bear. When you gaze upon an object, 
you can bring blessing to it. For through contemplation, you know that it is absolutely nothing without the divinity that permeates it. By means of this awareness, you draw greater vitality to that object from the divine source of life, since you bind that thing to absolute nothingness, absolute nothingness, the origin of all. On the other hand, if you look at that object as a separate thing, by your look, that thing is cut off from its divine root and vitality. Yeah. And I just want to clarify, separate thing here really means the, limp, the, the shrinking of the range, right? Because we're talking actually about recognizing otherness. That's different than a separate thing, right? When you gaze... And I want, yeah, gaze isn't just your physical eyes. When you gaze at an object, you bring blessing to it. For through contemplation, you know that it is absolutely nothing without the divinity that permeates it. By means of this awareness, you draw greater vitality to that object from the divine source of life. Since you bind that thing to absolute nothingness, the origin of all. On the other hand, if you look at that thing as a separate thing, look at that object as a separate thing, by your look, that thing is cut off from its divine root and vitality. Okay. Enjoy your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.